it's me, the master of the Tornado DDT Fuego Del Sol, and you are watching and listening to the Three Count Podcast. <laughs> Hit him with a, hit him with a three count. Pin him to the ground and the crowd go wild, man. Now I know what y'all like. Hit him with a three count. On the top row. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don, and you're watching the hottest debate show on pro wrestling, the Three Count Podcast. And here with me, always my tag partner, but we're not tag partners today. We're going one-on-one in this debate show. He is the landlord of the Dog Pound he is the man that runs the show because, quite frankly, I really don't do nothing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he's also the host of our interview show called Now Entering the Ring and Now Entering 201. Ladies and gentlemen, the Red Dog. Hey, so it's the Air Force Veteran Intel Specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the job done in your friendly neighborhood, Red Dog. And uh, clearly you can see that there may be a little one napping around, so that's why Chaz doesn't have as much <laughs> projection in his no. voice today but i'll be the guy that does it just for this once <laughs> no facts yes the yeah the 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 mini one the many many one is actually still sleeping <laughs> at least i think he still is <laughs> but yes so if you have not already done so make sure you hit that subscribe button on youtube and if you are also uh, on twitch make sure you hit that subscribe button also if you do not already follow your favorite podcast on the social media you see all our handles below. Definitely go do that right there. Three count underscore pod for our Twitter and three count pod everywhere else. Like us on Facebook. Also, for our audio podcast listeners, make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button. Give us a five star frog splash review on Apple Podcasts and uh, tell a friend. All right. Share the podcast. Share the wrestling knowledge of the three count podcast. Also, if you're not already done so as well but you should have done this as well buy a shirt all right three count podcast t-shirts on pro wrestling tees forward slash three count pod buy a shirt enough said <laughs> all righty what else anything else on the agenda oh yes cliff what's coming up on now entering the ring yeah so let's talk about now entering the ring so if you guys follow us on spotify uh, you guys will start seeing that video episodes are going to be available. So we had our first couple episodes for Now Entering. All the video episodes are going to be going out. Um, we also have all of our latest interviews that are going to be switching over to the video side. So you can listen to it on audio on Spotify, but you can also watch it on video as well. So you can actually see it too. Also, this episode right now is actually the first episode that you're going to be able to see live. Like you'll be able to see us on Spotify. So you can turn your phone sideways, check us out. Turn it forward, cuts it in, swipe off the screen, and you can just listen to us on the podcast side. So Spotify does it very, makes it smooth. It's going to be very cool. So we appreciate you guys just joining us in our journey of just, like, keeping this, like, updated and upgraded and just keep pushing along. It's awesome. We appreciate you guys so much for helping us out with this. Absolutely. Absolutely. We appreciate all of our uh, listeners, followers, fans, all that. You're thinking. What, What are you thinking? Yeah, because I never mentioned who's coming on the show. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday's going to be a big day. We have the Dark Horses joining us and now into the ring. And then on Thursday. <laughs> I got to remember I have this. I got to use it. And then on Thursday, we have Lexa Rose who's going to be joining us as well. 
But yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So you guys check out those interviews. You're gonna have a lot of great time. Uh, don't worry about that comment. We're not gonna ignore. We're gonna ignore him. Uh, yeah. Until after the thirty first. Represent the zoomies. Yes. Uh, if you guys didn't, if you guys can't tell, yes, I have my flyboy hat on today. So yep, rep, rep. All righty, let's start this game off right here. Let's start off with the uh, the. Let's start with Temchek. I'm changing switching up today. Let's start off with Temchek, Cliff. All right. For those of you who don't know what Temchek is, we give you our hottest and or coldest wrestler going into this week. Cliff. Temchek. What's the temperature like over there? <laughs> let, let me just go with the coldest wrestler right now. As like I'll just put it out there, right? Uh, I'm not gonna borrow. I'm not gonna no, no, I'm not gonna borrow yours. <laughs> That's fair. That's definitely fair to say. Uh, but I think for me. Uh, coldest wrestler that I'm gonna throw out. Oh man, it's gotta be. Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say Shanky from SmackDown, but you know they kind of like got him this little. They got him a little warming up now. Uh, I think if I would have to say coldest wrestler, probably Darby Allen right now. Like mm. a lot of L's, like unknowingly. Like I don't know if they're gonna like try to flip him to heal, but. Yeah, he's kind of like he's kind of getting cooled off a little bit. He's kind of falling back. Uh, hottest wrestler of the week. Come on, man. Let's not let's not kid around with who we think. This man drops a pipe bomb. I don't know anybody in, in the world who will tell their boss. Like I know one other person who would tell their boss how they're feeling. I don't know anybody who would literally tell their boss that they're a fucking mark. So I'm gonna have to go with MJF on this one. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give you my highest wrestler going uh, into this week. Um, I got to be completely honest. Even with the uh, the injury news, I still think if you look at it, he's still the hottest thing right now. And you know that can always change as of tonight. We know Helm Styles coming up. You know, so but I'm going to go with CM Punk. I mean, let's let's be real. He put on a fire match with Hangman Page last week. Um, won the AEW you know, championship, the Summer Punk. Well, at least we thought the Summer Punk was about to happen, but uh, it, he had a fire, you know, six-man with FTR on Wednesday night and Friday, of course, the announcement um, that he's injured. But Sam Punk, man, he's still technically the AEW champion. He's still, he, he did not relinquish the belt. He's still AEW champion. So going for the, you know, current AEW world champion. Till they crown an interim AEW world champion, which I think is stupid. So, but yeah, ah, my coldest wrestler of the week. Gotta play his uh, his theme music. My coldest wrestler of the week, the clown himself, the clown man, not the chairman, Sean Spears. <laughs> oh, the disrespect. The disrespect that this man gets on the show. <laughs> it's not even funny anymore. <laughs> Sean Spears, the coldest wrestler of the week. Like, le- legitimately, he had everything with the 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. And he had 
I will still will never get over him having uh, Tully Blanchard's face on on his uh yeah yeah uh, you know what's crazy is I, I forgot that happened oh oh you I, I wish I could forget that happened that was the day I knew his career was over and I could never take him seriously anymore that was it that was it if you never mentioned that I would have been like oh yeah. He did a lot of stuff in his. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Now you. Yes. Let's go back to pandemic era. You know, this is after the chair shot to Cody, and he lost. Like, nah, no. Nah. You remember how he dared? He dyed his mohawk blonde for like four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That was the thing. <laughs> that was the thing. That was the thing that happened. Definitely. <laughs> so yeah, that right there is my coldest wrestler of the week. Um, let me see. Uh, what you call it? Who else got some uh, high scrap or coldest wrestler? The the one that's hurting the most is Friends Magavelli. He, uh, I mean, he, he didn't he lose? I mean, he lost. He has no control over his wins. No, you're you're right. Sean Spears doesn't have any control over his wins and losses. He just he doesn't have any wins. He just has losses. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> oh. Roman, uh, Bobby Lashley, is Bobby Lashley. Or no, he he lost to Omos. Omos, like let's okay. Hold on. Before we get into this debate topic, let's talk <laughs> about Omos. Right? It's not like Omos is a bad dude. Like the dude is like over seven foot. He's very limited in what he can and can't do, but he's still super athletic. Let's not play like Omos isn't like almost 400 pounds. Like he's still a big dude who just like hits people really hard because he's very tall and very long. And I was like, yo. I mean, it ain't no different. I mean, I you want me? Guess what? Hot take, hot take. And then we get into the debate show. Omos ain't no better than uh, what you call it, uh, Kevin Nash Diesel. Doo, doo. Like. Big Daddy Cool wasn't doing all those, all that stuff, all those you know moves, wrestling moves either. Two, two, but we can't. We love ourselves some Diesel. Big Daddy Cool, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one glove. <laughs> Get out of here. Omus is great. Omas, whatever his name is, I always call him Omus, like famous Amos cookies. <laughs> all right, Omas. <laughs> Omus, like I said. All right, let's get to first. Let's get this debate topic. <laughs> Gotta love our uh, studio audience here at the uh, Three Count Podcast debate show. All right, MJF, that's the talk, right? Everyone's talking about it. Um, he called his boss a, you know, effing Mark. He aired out his grievance. He told, you know, pretty much he said, would I be treated better if I was a ex-WWE guy? Like, we, it was name dropping everything. It was, he broke the fourth wall. It, was it a shoot? Was he being honest? It's kind of like, how, you know, how the pipe bomb with CM Punk, uh, Joey Styles did it on Raw. Um, gosh, some uh, what, what else? I can't think of no more. Didn't King do one as well? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think King did one. So MJF did his, and it's being talked about as being the best promo since the pipe bomb. So let's let's talk about it, Cliff. Is uh, was MJF's 
shoot promo. That's what it was. It was a shoot. It was a shoot, brother. Um, better promo. Uh, the best promo since the pipe bomb. You can start this one off. So I'm going to say no. And here's why. Because two days before, one of the best promos was cut, and no one's talking about it. Because I feel like all the controversy that had happened prior to Double or Nothing kind of uh, escalated what happened with MJF coming out on, on, on Dynamite, right? Now, no disrespect, Dynamite. Like, MJF's promo was great, and just, like, his ability to just go out there and talk. But Seth Rollins talking about Cody Rhodes, like, in the crowd, dude, I was cheering for Seth. I was like, yo, Seth, by far, has got my attention over Cody. And I like Cody's promos because Cody definitely delivers with a lot of passion. But Seth said it best, man. He was like, listen, you left six years ago, even though we all know he was fired. He's like, you left six years ago because you weren't good enough. And then you went away with your little friends and did something else, right, and built. Like, you don't get to take a sledgehammer to the throne and then come back here and try to take what I'm trying to build. And I was like, hands down, I was like, that is that is golden, right? Because, like, we're talking about you're acknowledging what Cody did outside and building him up and then still talking about how you're better than he is. Yeah, And that's, like, that's like the classics to a good promo. I know we talk about, like, how – CM Punk's pipe bomb, AJ Lee's pipe bomb, or even like MJF's, right? Like they're all great because they're like they're exposing the reality of a situation. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 Cool. You know, one person said that the company would be better if his uh, you know, if he died and his doofus, idiotic, doofus idiotic son in law and daughter. And another person said that, you know, one person couldn't lace up their Chuck Taylors. And then MJF obviously calling his boss a fucking uh, a fucking mark. It's to me, it's it's I, I liked Seth's promo so much more than I liked MJF's because I felt like his had a storyline and it had like a lot of substance to it. And it wasn't in, it wasn't entangled in controversy. It was just a, it was just two guys going out cutting these great promos. So I don't want to say it's the greatest promo since then because it's just recent. But I liked Seth's promo going back and watching it again versus watching MJF's. No, factual. Because, I mean, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins is, is the, you know, arguably the best wrestler on this planet. Like, he's 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 the number one guy that, you know, people don't, you know, they just won't give him the credit that, like, he should. Like, but I got to say, is this the best promo than Pipe Bomb? No, it's not. It's It's good. Like it's it's really good. Like not like it it was cool, and I think because of the fact that like you said the, uh, the surrounding the controversy of what happened over the weekend and what we already know about him and the contract and how he you know he wanted money and stuff like that. If okay, it was it, it was like MJF cuts good promos. We know that already. I feel you know it is. We say this a lot about MJF. Oh, this promo was better than this. This and we, this is just a conversation that always gets gets brought up constantly with MJF because he is he's he's that good of a promo guy, right? And I think because he's so he, we he's so good, and he's 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 blurring that line of you know work and shoot. It's especially us 
fucking marks will buy into it because we're like, oh my gosh, he's talking about behind the scenes. It was a good promo. Like it was. Yeah, it was a great promo. I thought like it was delivered with like a lot of passion, a lot of conviction. I thought like a lot of good things were coming off of it. Uh, I just think that the one thing that happened with that promo was that you had this dude who's out there. He he's young, right? Because you know he's you know he's what twenty three, twenty four, and he's just like just filled with so much rage. And I feel like he was like uh, just struggling like with his words. And like you said, like it's all been done before. Like it just has. And unfortunately, like for me, like if you're gonna compare it to the pipe bomb, like it has to blow it out of the water. And I feel like. Because CM Punk did that at a time where people weren't expecting it, that's why we got what we got. So I was, I thought we were in a very unique position with, uh, with where that was. And I think the other part that really kind of drowns me off of it, right, is that after that promo was cut and after they went to commercial break, who was the person that was chasing MJ off, MJF off the off the stage, right? It was CM Punk. Right, right. Tell me that CM Punk is going to be the guy that chases off MJF from, from the from the show. Like that just kind of got at me and just kind of picked at me. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not cool with that. Not digging it. Got a couple comments in here though. I just want to read these out. So if MJF leaves uh, AEW, he's just a mid another mid Carter. Sad but true. If he's in WWE, yes, I will have to agree because unfortunately. Uh, I don't know, man. How tall is MJF? He's got to be at least six one, six two, right? I think like I yeah, he's got to be six two. He might uh, be okay. maybe maybe six three. He might be okay, actually. He might be in that that realm because he's definitely a little taller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm getting talent, but because WWE will bury him, well, they're gonna make him change his name. That'll be the first thing they do. Uh, Cena on Roman. I don't know. So I don't know about that one because when Roman came back, Cena came back, uh, Roman got him. I don't care what anybody says. Well, the, the, no, the first match, though, Cena Cena did. Yeah. The first match, they did No Mercy. I think that's the other one. Where Cena right. owned him. <laughs> right. Suppose Roman, at, you know, at, at the time. But no, he definitely, Roman, uh, the recent uh, one with our, when it was our tribal chief. When Cena wrestled the tribal chief, because that wasn't the tribal chief then, right? But yeah, yeah, uh, I would, I would have to agree. But yeah, eh. but who knows? Ten years from now, we maybe talk about that promo, that promo MJF, and be like, man, exactly, maybe it was as good as maybe right. And I think we can only, I think we can only have to, we can only answer that, you know, later down the line. Yeah. Is, is is that the spark? Is that the spark, Mountain Dew? We have to stop all things on the show right now. Is that the spark? Yeah, that's the spark. spark. Yes, that's the great. That's the best new flavor they came out with. Like that and, the, and that and that uh, the apple that you have to find. Yeah, I still got to find that one. Yeah, like no, like unless Mountain Dew starts sponsoring us, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm down for a Mountain Dew sponsorship. I don't. I need to stop drinking it, but it's yeah. it's my it's just the one love that won't that just. Always keep coming back. All your new flavors. We'll try them out on the show. We'll give you live reviews. Uh, okay. Raspberry lemonade is like my favorite, like guilty pleasure, like flavor. No word. Yeah, so I'm always drinking it. Yeah, that's me. Like anything apple, like sour apple, green apple. But, all right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Man after my own heart. I appreciate him. 
<laughs> All right, here we go. It is now time for match of the week. So, Cliff, you won't give your match of the week because you know you got your little power rankings, uh, right? But you can get that, uh, you know. But you got your honorable mention. So let's uh, go, let's hear it. What's your match of the week? Yeah, let's so let's go with the honorable mention, right? We're gonna go with uh, Tony Storm and Ruby Soho versus yeah. Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. And Jamie Hader on Dynamite. I liked everything about that match, but Ruby Soho. <laughs> I like Ruby Soho. I don't. She's so underrated. Like no, 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 no. She's overrated. How? Oh, really? Really? They have her on the show. She's always like putting over like younger talent, and, and like, she's still overrated. She sucks. Yo, that's crazy. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> sorry. Like. Just like real sucks. <laughs> but you see, like, I think there's two different contrasts and styles there. I like Ruby Soho because I feel like Ruby Soho is a lot more versatile than what Riho is. Like, uh, Riho has, like. Well, if I had to choose, if I had to choose either or, I just wouldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. That's messed up. I would definitely peep. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, is like. No, nah, let me Ruby. stop. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me calm down. But no, nah, I, I, Ruby Soho, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I haven't bought into it. I, I haven't got into it yet. I'm done. I, I still see Ruby Riot. I think that's my problem. And I did, I did not like Ruby Riot. Bah, I'm back and forth. I'm in with that. Oh, yeah, that's facts. Free Brothers. Nostrilites. Nice. That's the drama. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butterface. How about Ruby? So, so. All, right. All right. Here we go. My match of the week. My match of the week uh, definitely is going to be. Uh, I mean, how can it not be the, uh, you know, Asylum in the Arena match? Like, <laughs> I, I know normally I don't like stuff like that, but that was just straight up just. It was a Anarchy. fight. Like, it was just legit fight. There was no rest. Like, I mean, they had some wrestling stuff, but they just they beat each other up in that arena. And I think there are moments in that match, you know, that you can always pick out. And you know, you know, hate to you know bring the other guy into it, but Vince always says moments, right? You got you know Eddie coming out there bloodied up in his Yankee shirt, <laughs> coming down with the gas t- uh, container. Got the um, what's up? When Santana Ortiz jumped off the ladder, Jericho cutting the music off. <laughs> it was yeah, so I, it was it was great. It was great. It was it's it was great. I I was marking out the entire time. I was I, I was I was locked into it, and yeah, that's that's my match of the week. <laughs> God bless you. Hit your sneeze button. Sorry, man. I was allergic to the bullshit. I'm gonna let you know. Didn't even make the top ten. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love that. I know, I'm sorry. That's Forgot about that match. That's how. That's how that worked out. With everything that went on this week, that's crazy. All the wrestling. That's crazy. Did not even make the top ten. That's true. Well, your. I mean, it's your list. <laughs> it, is. it is my list. And it's your I, list. <laughs> I, think, I think once I tell you, once we go down the list, you're gonna be I, like, you so. Uh, I will. I agree with you, but I just I enjoyed. I enjoyed that. That yeah, was my no, favorite. It was, that was my favorite. Was that was my favorite match on Double or Nothing. Well, that was my favorite match. 
That was, okay. that was my favorite you know, match. Once we get to the once we get to the rankings, I'm gonna be like, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that the whole show. I, listen, I thought the whole show was great. No, 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 no. Continue, <laughs> continue, good sir. It's my opinion. Anyway, <laughs> CM Punk Don't got hurt. Me, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk got hurt. Right, this is the next topic, y'all. CM Punk got hurt. He didn't give up the belt. They're gonna do that eliminator crap that they always do. Somebody gonna face somebody to face somebody to face somebody to be the champ. Well, the interim champ. All right, so um, to further explain what they're actually doing, <laughs> there's a battle royal on Dynamite this week. The winner of the battle royal is going to face John Moxley, and whoever wins that match is going into the interim uh, AEW Championship match at Forbidden Door. Now, on the other side to that, uh, at New Japan, I think it's what it's not. What's the show? Oh, I don't know. I don't know the name of the show. Tells you how much I. Need to watch more. Royal Dominion. That's what I thought it was. I see. I did Okay, so maybe I am caught up. I, I don't want to say World Dominion and you know be wrong, but if it, I hope I'm. If it's on you, if it's wrong, but at World Dominion, <laughs> uh, you said it's uh, Goto uh, Roto versus um, Tanahashi. Tanahashi, and the winner of that match will be facing John Moxley. I'm sorry, not John Moxley. The winner of the John Moxley, and whoever wins the Battle Royal at. Forbidden Door, whoever become the uh, AEW champion, and then later down the road when Punk is not hurt anymore, he's going to face Punk and be the undisputed AEW world champion. But that's at a later date. But the real question is this: Who we think is uh, facing John Moxley? Uh, so really, it's kind of like a who's who's list of like everybody that we can choose from, right? Um. So we kind of know that Tanahashi is probably going to be that guy who wins on the New Japan side because they kind of already teased, like, the ace coming over to AEW. So I'm going to go with Tanahashi from New Japan uh, between Moxley and the Battle Royale. Uh, there is only one – you know what? It's funny because I just saw the things pop in. There's only one choice and one person who should face John Moxley. And I'm just going to say one word. Boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you built up all this momentum for him. Like, legitimately had him win the Owen Hart tournament. Yeah, I think that this is the time where you have him go and you face Moxley. He loses to Moxley, and Moxley then faces Tanahashi. Because I feel like that match could be a bigger match than Adam Cole versus Tanahashi. All right, so you want to know what I got? Who you got? I'm going on the other, I'm going on the other side of things, right, right, right. I'm going with uh, Brian Danielson. I'm going with Brian Danielson. <laughs> exactly. I'm going with Brian Danielson. Uh, Brian wanted to work, you know, he wanted to go to New Japan. He wanted to work those New Japan guys. Come on, let's 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 let's. This is the perfect way to get to having Dan Brian Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, whatever you want to call him, the American Dragon versus Tanahashi. My gosh, like that's a bad man. I was hoping Okada, but hey, Tanahashi, that's a bad dude. That's a bad dude. Not a bad man, but that's a bad dude. <laughs> so the only reason and I thought about Brian Danielson, right? Brian, the man. only the only reason why I didn't say Brian Danielson is because I want to see Zach Saber Jr. 
versus Brian Danielson. That's the only, like, to me, hands down, like, Chaz, we talk about, like, chain wrestling. We talk about being technical. Like, talk about, hands down, the two greatest technical wrestlers in the world today facing off. Bruh, masterclass is what we're going to be getting. That's what I want. I don't even know if the world's ready for that, man. <laughs> I, I, I I agree with you. I, I, I'm i not even going to lie. I would love it. Zach Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson is, like, just, oh. <laughs> you just, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, ah. on another level. it's on another level, and I'm like, I'm it's, here for it. I don't even, like, for it. that, I mean, hmm. <laughs> you see, you making me change my pick. You make me, I don't know. I see. Now I gotta go back and think because you give me if 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 we okay if you if we go there. I just if that's just hypothetically, we do say okay. We do say it's Zack Saber Junior versus Brian Danielson. Okay, let's let's put that there. I would rather have Moxley versus Okada though. If you're go, if we're gonna do that, if we're gonna, do, I'd rather have Moxley versus Okada rather than Moxley versus Tanahashi. And you wouldn't be wrong. That means you're just having an open spot with, you know. And it kind of depends on whoever wins the battle royale too. Yeah. If, like, if, if Adam Cole does win, then you've got him and Tanahashi. Like that would still be a fire match that I would want to watch. Yeah, like, watch Adam. But I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know if I want to see Adam Cole versus Tanahashi. That doesn't scream AEW. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It screams heavy hitting to me. It, All we're hear is a lot of heavy boots to backs. <laughs> I don't see. I don't know about Cole. But I know Cole is, you know, he's on his run. I do know. Like, it, it's got to pay off sooner or later. So maybe, yeah. It may be Cole. Like, it may be Adam Cole, and you're right. I can definitely see Adam Cole winning it. Then I see him beating John Moxley. But something about Brian Danielson and Tanahashi screams to me, though. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be wrong. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, Brian Danielson is definitely one of those guys that work everybody, and he'd be, he'd be just excellent in the position. I just think because watching New Japan and watching Zack Sabre Jr. say, I've now slayed the Japanese dragon – Where's the American one at? Instantly made me go. I need this match. Yeah, right now. <laughs> I mean, that's fire. It's fire. It's it, 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 it's it's a fire matchup. But I'm I'm sticking with my I'm sticking with my my with my Brian Danielson pick. It's not I'm bad. A, I'm I'm gonna st- stick with that one. I don't mind the Samoa Joe pick too. I think my only problem is is that I would rather see Samoa Joe versus Ishii. Yo. Mm, man, okay, we're gonna move on. We're like um, we're fan we're we're fan casting this. We're 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 pretty much playing. You know who's got the pencil? Like we're fan, now we're starting a fantasy book, and yeah. that right there, just the thought, just like, whoa, is dangerous because we're gonna get pissed because it's not gonna. Yeah, because yeah, we're gonna book it. Listen, we can. I promise you, if you if you have me and you book Forbidden Door, we could book it fifty times better than what Tony Khan does. All right. I put money on that one. I might make no, it. I do a show, make and put it on our Patreon page. I try to think like who, like because you have so many good stars over there too. Jay White. Exactly. Let's yeah, because Jay White's going to be on there. Who's Jay White facing? I don't know. 
that's like the part where you gotta look at. And I is Kenny? Was it? Is is it Kenny? Is Kenny coming back? Kenny just had his knee surgery, so he's not doing anything. You, uh, last time I checked, like last time I had heard, he had just got his shoulder fixed. He had his hernia fixed, and then he had his shoulder. I knew, I knew he had, he got a shoulder. I knew about the shoulder. I forgot about the knee. Yeah, they were saying that he was not expected to come back till like next year. Next year, yeah. like next January. Mm. Hey, Hangman, you still have Hangman? Like I would love to see Hangman in those matchups. It might, it, you know what I'm saying? That could, it could be Hangman. Yeah, it could be Hangman. Hangman versus Tanahashi. This possibility, possibility. Alrighty, all right, Cliff. This or that. Let's go on. Let's let's get it. This or that. We got that. So this no or idea. that. I have no idea what is what's this. <laughs> like I have no idea what we're doing. Like what's what's the topic? And I'm going in blind, guys. I told him. I told him not to tell me. It's gonna be more fun. <laughs> So this or that, right? This is a segment that we just kind of made up like two shows ago, right? We obviously had uh, Chris Jericho versus Shawn Michaels. We had uh, LOD. Who was your tag team that you ended up picking? Oh, um, Tully, uh, Arn and Tully. Yeah, Arn and Tully. Uh, we're going to take this. So we went old last time. Okay, so we're going to go current. We'll go current. Uh, we're going to go with promo artists. That's obviously the big promo. Everybody's talking about MJF. So I'm going to let you pick who your favorite promo artist or who you think is the best promo artist of the current generation. And by current, I mean we're going to go – let's go Let's go 2000s to current. All right, so 2000, like, so the past, so pretty much the past 22 years, right? Yep. Okay, that's easy. That's, that's my lifetime. Got it. <laughs> that's okay. Like, at least you're All around, right. so you know how to cool. do you, you actually made that a little bit uh, a little bit easier. Um, oh, let me think. All right, you, do you have yours already? Yeah, I have mine. I'm kind of waiting to see who you're picking since. Oh, like, okay. Okay. Because um, I have three, but I'm just waiting to see which one you pick. I got. <laughs> You're prepared. You're I, think, I, know, I, I know. I know. You gotta give me time to think on this one. I gotta this think about like that chess. one. Yeah. Works. Okay. Best promo of the past twenty. Okay. While you do that, I'm gonna put the fan fans ones up. So if you guys want to put somebody in, go ahead. Put it in. I put I put fans ones up right now. So for our listeners, uh, we've had Jericho suggested, we had Triple H, we've had HBK all suggested. So so all good picks, all good picks. We're just gonna wait to see what Chaz chooses. Alright, so okay, so I, I, I had to write three I had to write my top three. That's a good one too, right there. I had I had to write my top three. Okay. Because <laughs> let me get three down, and then let me look at it a couple times, and let me out my, my top three. Who do I feel like is it? <laughs> All right, okay. All right, I, I got okay. I think. <laughs> okay, what is, okay, what did some people say? Because I, I have I gotta pick between my two. <laughs> so right now we have I got, two, uh, I, got, I got two. Yes, yeah, so we had Jericho announced Triple H, HBK, Piper. I so funny thing is this, I I, I I had Piper in my in one of the three. I just X'd him out. <laughs> Paul Heyman. Okay. 
And then we definitely have a bunch of people agreeing with Paul Heyman. Yeah. Funny thing is this. Okay. So uh, my two is rock is between rock and Paul. I'm stuck on those two. Uh, I'm going to rock. <laughs> that one's popped in. Is it rock, rock? Yeah. I'm thinking like just rock is just, it's, it's the timing. It's the wittiness. It's, it's the, it's the improv. And that's, you know, which is, you know, not a learned skill that like you can't like came from a guy who went to acting school and took improv class. I had a teacher tell me, I can't teach you improv. You just gotta, you just gotta have it. <laughs> that was the first day of class. He told us, he said, I can't teach you. <laughs> I can't teach you anything. I said, we can have fun in class and play some improv games, but I can't teach you. You either got it or you don't. Okay. So it's some, but Paul, man, Paul can manipulate a crowd in any way in a matter of five minutes. Like, you can have Paul open the show, give him the 15-minute segment promo, and he can have you, you know, going 15 different million ways and then get you back to hating him again, you know? And uh, I'm going to go with Paul. I'm going with Paul. I'm going to go with Paul. That's – I mean, Yeah. Yeah, that's my final answer. I'm locking it. I'm going with Paul Heyman. Okay, bad. Going with Paul Heyman. So, the three that I had originally, right, and I was kind of waiting to see who you're going to pick. I was going to go CM Punk, right, because a lot of CM Punk's promos have all been fire, right? Yes. The next one I was going to pick up, right, was actually The Rock, because I was like, yo, <laughs> The Rock just moves people all the time, right? But The Wrestler... That I went with. Notice I said wrestler, right? Not yeah. manager. John Cena. So funny. That's that's I Cena was so when you first said Cena popped in, it was like it instantly popped in my head. But I didn't want to hit Cena because I was just like, oh, because that's the easy, that's the easy route. And uh I'm still gonna if you're putting Cena versus Paul, I'm I'm still going Paul. I don't like you can give me super scene and all your vitamins and perks, but I'm going with Paul. Paul it's just something different. Paul just ah, see now I'm thinking think about it. I can't uh, go ahead, Clay. Keep going, Clay. I, yeah. I did it. Yeah, because ooh. I'll tell you why. And the reason I went with John Cena, right, was that John Cena when he was a heel, like you talk about improv, like John Cena on the fly was just yes. like doing all his own stuff. Like he was writing all of his own promos when everybody else was being scripted their promos because nobody could do what he was doing at the time, right? So he was the one flowing all all that stuff out. He was the one saying all those things. He was changing it all up. Then you fast forward to where they're starting to script him more because they're obviously wanting him to be like the face of WWE. And he's able to take crowds, literally how you know The Rock was able to do, just take a crowd in the palm of his hands and carry them, right? But the best part about it was is that other than burying a couple other talent, he could carry other people in their promos too and give them the ammunition that they needed to help get their own promo over for, you know, whatever matchup he was going into, right? I just think that when it comes to him, like he's going toe-to-toe with The Rock, right? He's going toe-to-toe with uh, Paul Heyman. He's going toe-to-toe with The Usos. He's going toe-to-toe with The New Day, with Enzo and Cass. With, like, you just think about all the people who, like, were on the up and up and we were watching him. He's going toe-to-toe with AJ Styles, who I think he's one of the better promo artists right now. 
But at a time where Edge was also one of the greatest promo artists, here's John Cena going toe-to-toe with Edge, you know? And granted, like a lot of the stuff that, that John Cena was doing, he was pandering a lot, you know, because he's like, when he's talking about, you know, Big Show, he's talking about how fat Big Show is. When he's talking about Edge, he's talking about Lita being a slut. Right? <laughs> like he's just pandering to those people, right? Yeah. But there's there's something to be said that he's able to come in and just move an entire crowd. Whether you loved him or hated him, like you always were locked into John Cena. Facts, you, facts. You, you have very few people who do that. And Paul Heyman and The Rock and CM Punk were mm-hmm. just a few of those guys who were able to do that too in the 2000s. I still got to go with Paul over Cena. It's, I'm going with Paul. I'm going to stick with Paul. Paul. Paul can sell you a match. And I think we got to remember, Paul, and Paul has even said this, if I can, even like, I don't know if people have seen this, uh, Paul's interview. I think it was Inside the Ropes. I don't know. I think it was like 20, God, what was it, 2016, I think, where Paul did a sit down with the, uh, with, you know, with those, with those interview guys. And he said, if I can make you believe for a second, right? That Brock Lesnar, that you know, goes through that, then I've done my job. Like Paul sells you, can sell you a match. Like think about it. Think about when when Brock was on his reign of terror. Do you know th- throughout the like throughout 2015, 16, 17, 18, you know, Brock wasn't doing talking. Paul, it, you know, was like the you know the the melody to that reign. Every week, Paul would come out there. You know, and he would what repeat his line, you know, the reigning defending my client Robert. And the crowd got into it, even as a heel, and they're still booing him. Yeah. It's just Paul just has a way to manipulate that crowd. Yes, he when he's not exactly like that interview a second, like he can he can tell you he's a good liar. <laughs> I think that a lot of people say he's a good liar. You know, he tells a story on how, you know, how people, he makes it, you know, believe like whether or not Taker was supposed to win or not and everything. And he made, this is before Taker came out, you know, and, you know, with the last, you know, the last ride documentary. But he had people thinking that Brock out there really stole the match from The Undertaker. And he sold a really good case in point. Had, he even had me believing it at some point. Like, like Brock really did that. Like, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think Paul can really... Paul can sway you one way or, or another, and you and you just sometimes you really look back at it and you look at all, and you know not just his recent stuff. He was doing it even before then. Because even Paul, as a GM, when he was the GM of SmackDown, was cutting fire promos. You know, like I just think, yeah. And then Paul, Paul, man, <laughs> even Paul on commentary. I think yeah, that that count. Yeah, that was that. Well, maybe I'm probably a couple years before, but. Paul on commentary with JR. <laughs> Fire on commentary. <laughs> Paul, you know, just Paul is just really, really good. He has a, he's just really good with the gift. He has the gift of gab. I think so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Paul as much as I want to go Cena. And Cena is, is you know, arguably a, a very good second. Yeah, but. I feel that. I feel like the thing that makes it different, though, for me with Cena is that, like, because like I grew up also watching Paul Heyman through ECW, like both ECWs, mm. and I think just watching Cena come through and like grow the way he's grown and stuff like that, I just I just couldn't look at Paul Heyman and be like, oh well, Paul's a manager, and I was like, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the guy who's gonna drop drop guys 
and drop promos. <laughs> but you, you this or that. Your question was right. Promo artist. Was. I said what I'm looking for. Yeah, I know but, the question was. I'm just. Saying, I know. I'm artist. just saying. I'm just saying. You, you gave. You said promo artists. All right. So I, I, I consider Paul a promo artist. Somebody asked, "What about Cornet in the '90s?" That's why we started with 2000 and went pro- forward. <laughs> yes, they, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the. Yeah, once you get in the '90s, like, bro, there's a who's who's list. Like, shit, you. I think you, yeah, you, you go in the '90s, you go Mick Foley, you go Austin, you go Rock, you go Triple H, you go all them guys that were pushing the Attitude Era. You can go Sting, you go, you know. Scott Hall, Hogan, even though we don't like Hogan, like Flair, Flair, DDP, with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment. I'm going to repeat that in a promo one day. And we haven't even talked about Jake the Snake Roberts. No, we didn't talk about Jake. We didn't talk about Piper either. Nope. We didn't talk about, you know, Mr. Perfect. Arn Anderson. Like, listen, Arn cut that fire ass promo in twenty in the two thousands. Like in twenty twenty one, he cut that fire ass promo. Well, oh, the fire! Oh yeah, with the yeah. yeah. <laughs> Visually put you on this ride. It was letting you know exactly how Cody was. Like, please don't hurt me. He's like, nah. No. No, okay, that's that's nice. <laughs> okay. We got someone saying Festus. <laughs> Festus. <laughs> you know what? Hey, you know what? Luke Gallows underrated as a talker. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. All right, it is now time for the greatest segment in all of Three Count Podcast. It's now time for the Red Dogs Power Rankings. <laughs> Danger Zone. <laughs> Just like right after. Yo, oh, also, before we get into it, can we just talk about how, like, underappreciated and undervalued the Red Dog is in wrestling? No. <laughs> no. Just, no, we cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, you're, you're, this, he's over, like, Rover into some of these places, and you guys are just not taking witness. You got to feast, feast your eyes on the Red Dog. <laughs> hey, don't do that, man. T-Bar going to come in here and beat our ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's jump. Go follow him. Go follow him on all his socials too, okay? Because he's 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 the greatest wrestler not known. Uh, <laughs> hold on a second. You say off topic. The new movie is good. Wait, what new movie? Top Gun. Oh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's oh, cool. I thought we were talking about Top Gun. Oh, oh, you know what? That's another good movie too. I want to see Maverick. I want to talk about this because I'm going to make myself sad because I haven't seen it yet. No. <laughs> but. Yo, let's get into uh, yo. Let's get into the top ten. So we're gonna start off with number ten. Uh, this was the Brawling Brutes versus uh, the New Day and newly named Big D on SmackDown from this last week. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I was dying when he kept. <laughs> did you listen to that promo between the New Day and Drew yeah. McIntyre? I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I. A lot of idiots. Things were said. <laughs> I was not going to lie. I was with it. A lot of questionable things were said, and I was like, I'm not even against this. This is actually really fun. Uh, let's get into number nine, which is probably the one that shocks a lot of people. 
It is CM Punk versus Hangman Page at Double or Nothing. That's low. It is super low. So uh, let's get into number eight because I did like this match that I'm going to give you right now. Solo Sokoa versus Duke Hudson on NXT 2.0 was a fire-ass match. So if you have not checked it out, please go watch because that match was on point. We're going to go into number seven, which I think a lot of people slept on this match because of what happened on SmackDown, which would have been Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura versus the Usos on Raw. So go peep if you haven't seen that yet. Let's go into number six, which is probably one of my other favorite tag teams to watch wrestle right now. OGK versus Heath and Rhino on Impact. We're going to jump into number five, which this is where I think a lot of people are going to start enjoying this list. John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia on Dynamite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Say something. Say something. Such a great match. Uh, let's get into number four. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb at uh, Double or Nothing. See, I, okay, so that I I I mentioned to do this, you know, previously. Um, you know, like on fire, you know, on the phone, you know, wonderful phone calls, but um. That that match was a clinic, and just the crowd was just not into it. And they, you know, I feel like the like the ladies were robbed. Like it was a good wrestling match. Yep. And I just, I and I, it goes back to my my theory on Thunder Rosa, which we won't get into today because I don't, I'm not going to have, um, you know, everyone mad at me over uh, something else that happened on Double Nothing. I thought was the best thing, like, but yeah, like that match was really really good and just crowd wasn't into it. I think it's the characters. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah. So let's get into number three, which is a match that I don't think a lot of people paid attention to because this was kind of an under-the-radar under the radar show. Uh, Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes at In Your House. God bless. What a match. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a fan of that match. It was so good. Let's get into number two. Uh, it goes without saying. When you put these two tag teams together, anytime, they're always going to tear the house down. And usually there's some psychology to it, but not much. But we got to give it up to the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. On <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But let's talk about. I put on Twitter. I even put. I even made a, a whole. Co- I, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I, I popped a bunch of that match. Fucking garbage. <laughs> uh, let's see. That was a great match. Still liked Creed Brothers better. Who's, who, who said it was a great match? Who? What match are they talking about? Who was that? Expose them right now. I'm pretty Expose sure we're them about, right we're now. Talking about, we're talking about the Carmella Hayes match. Oh, oh, okay. So let's talk about the number one match of the week. <sighs> Actually, you know what? Let me ask you, Chaz. Who? Do, what do you think the number one match of the week is? I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I don't know. Because as I have already said, it is not anarchy. Yes, not that. I don't know. What? What is it? It is the House of Black versus mm-hmm. the Death Triangle. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it because you know my stream was being dumb. My. I haven't seen it. Was it like that? <laughs> six, listen, six individuals in a ring together, and the match did not feel clunky at any time. Like, so smooth. 
I was definitely super excited. And the way the match ended was cool. I like it. Was I was on a ride when I was watching that match from start to finish. I was, I felt like I was in the audience watching the show and I was like, I am with this a hundred percent away. So yeah, emotionally, that was my match of the week. Cause I was like, I can't stop talking about it. <laughs> like just everything that happened and just, there's so much stuff like going on and so many interactions. Brody was probably like, Brody tried to do like a front flip over the top rope. Oh yeah, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, that might have been like when the stream way. wasn't being stupid. I could, I caught bits like I said. I caught bits and glimpses. I didn't. I can't tell you. I saw the match. I just saw you know bits and pieces of the match. I did. I, I did remember that. That was that was that was early in the beginning though. Right. Yeah, that was early in the beginning of the match. But there was so much going on. Like, the fact that we don't talk about Buddy Matthews like we no, should. We don't. We don't. We don't. It, we is, don't. it is a crime that this man does not get the love that mm-hmm. he so deserves. Like, underrated. Bro, man, listen, man. We Listen, listen, listen. We, 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 we said this during the pandemic when he was doing the disciple thing with, with Seth. He was, yeah. putting, he was putting on those banger matches in the, uh, at the, um, the PC. Well, we said it before that when he was on two hundred five live and him well, and Mustafa. Oh well, yeah, him and yeah, him. That's also yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just, just yeah. the most under like he legitimately when he said I'm the best kept secret, he's not lying. He is the best kept secret in any organization, hands down. Facts. Whether That's it was facts. WWE, two hundred five, NXT, AEW. The indies, I don't care. <laughs> I dare someone to find me another person that they could be like, you know what? That guy, <laughs> Buddy Matthews. <laughs> yeah, Buddy Matthews. no, I, I agree. I, I I totally agree with you on that one. He's he's so so good, so good. He just doesn't get the credit he deserves. And he doesn't have the same thing on the mic. That's the other part though. Is like I think his mic work might need to be get need to get picked up. It's hard to tell because like he doesn't really get to talk a whole lot. Yeah, but he just oozes like. Whatever he's trying to put out there, right? So if he's trying to put out there that he's like the happy-go-lucky baby face, he just oozes that kind of charisma. If he's trying to put out there that he's like the currently just like a follower in the House of Black, like he gives you that perception he's just like this gruel kind of dark, mm-hmm. dark dude. I'm like, bro, this guy is on another level and no one really is, no one sees it. And his moveset! Jesus! <laughs> My man could fly me with these vicious knees. I know, like, and I just... I. Kenny's V trigger is like the only thing that I would be like, yo, that would equivalent to that. But it's like every strike that Buddy throws just looks like the intentions are meant to rip your jaw off. I know. That's, that's, see, I just want to be like that. <laughs> I, it's funny because I, I have my, but I have Buddy Man, I have uh, his moveset in uh, 2K. <laughs> if, if anyone realizes, if you download me on the new 2K, if you didn't know that already, I'm in like, you know, in the community creations, you know. Indie wrestler that's on there, you know, shout out me clips in there too. Um, you know, download us on your uh WWE 2K22 hot uh, wrestling game. There's that cheap luck for that, but yeah, I have yeah, I, my, the moves that I on the game is Buddy Matthews, and I'm just like, I need this move set in real life. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do on training Friday. We'll do that. We'll do move sets. Yeah, I just want to throw knees. I'm gonna throw knees and elbows. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and really, we all talked about it, like punches and kicks, not when you're just on bows and bows and knees. <laughs> like, yeah, just little, little bones and knees and 
Maybe it's, I might throw in a headbutt. I'm start throwing in a headbutt. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Wearing, uh, I actually, I do, I'm not wearing it. It's actually uh, hanging up in in the, uh, in the in the trophy case with all uh, with every, all the other uh, accolades that the Don holds. <laughs> My Glock is in, uh, is right next to it. <laughs> you probably shouldn't use that word. Like, uh, you're right. Registered. You know that's facts. That's you know that's facts. <laughs> oh man! All right, so let's get it. If you made it to the end of the show right now, for all my PlayStation people, you get a trophy. For all my Xbox uh, users, you get a achievement. Um, thank you for uh, listening to this episode. We know, hey, sometimes it can be a drag when you just got two guys who love wrestling and just can literally talk for hours about wrestling. But we thank you for uh, we thank you from the Bible Hearts for sticking with us all the way to the end. If you've not already done so, make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever uh, whatever whatever service you're watching this thing on, like whatever you're using, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, uh, Spotify, because you know we're on there. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. How much are pure uh, the pure ignorance shirts? Uh, the pure ignorance shirts are how much? Are they? Oh yeah, they're twenty five. I had to think. They're twenty five. Uh, twenty five dollars. Um. Yeah, yeah, twenty five dollars. You're talking about the logo ones, right? Like the one he got. If anybody wanted you know, like the new pure ignorance logo shirt, right there, it's uh, you know, let me know. Twenty five. All right, we got small, medium, large, and XLs. Uh, hit me up or hit Prince Machiavelli up. Yeah. Also, if you want a Red Dog shirt, yeah, talk to Red Dog. He got shirts too. He got awesome shirts. See, look, it doesn't say doesn't say Team Red Dog. It does say Team Red Dog. There's actually See. a few more shirts that we're going to be coming out. Actually, Rodney's in the chat right now. Yeah. Uh, definitely coming out with the Friendly Neighborhood Red Dog. You definitely the Friendly Neighborhood Red Dog. Are you swinging on a rope? Like, is it Red Dog swinging on a rope? Like, I only swing one way, sir. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Yeah, right there. Right there. <laughs> um, tell a friend about us. Five Star Frost Flash. If you want Apple Podcasts. Oh, man. All right. You know what? Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for watching us. Be there next week. He he killed it. He killed it. He killed it. (laughs) Peace, (laughs) y'all. Why? (laughs) You're probably stealing this from you, Cliff. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, guys. It's the host of The Three Count. You know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit. I don't do shit. I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count Underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a T-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T H R E E because you're not gonna find anything. So make sure you. Follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.